Welcome to Like Jesus, a podcast from Dundonald Church where we seek to have honest conversations about how to live and love like Jesus in everyday life. This week we think about an aspect of caring for one another that couldn't be more important but is so easily neglected. That's prayer. No matter what the restrictions we face, we can pray in lots of different, profound and biblically rich ways. As we do, we find ourselves focusing not just on immediate circumstances, but on the deeper issues and realities of life. We, lots of us will know that we should pray for one another. We know that it's one of the main ways that we can encourage one another, whether in our small groups or church family or friends, to keep going, particularly through valleys of pain and struggle. But of course, praying itself and persevering in praying can be a real struggle too, whether it's just getting the right words to say and it all feels like a big blur in our heads or remembering to pray um, for particular people at particular time. There's so much going on. But then what what should we actually pray for, um, given the range of needs? And sometimes we don't even know where to begin. Um, what do you think, Helen, if we're trying to kind of help one another, I suppose, grow in our ministry of praying and encouragement through prayer? What do you think we can or do pray most, particularly for those who are struggling? Prayer can feel so hard, can't it? I think as a Christian, the ideal is that we just want to run into our Heavenly Father's arms and, and tell him everything about our day and our friends. Mm. Um, but uh, sometimes it just doesn't feel like it, does it? Sometimes we don't think God wants to hear from us. Sometimes we uh, don't know what to say. Sometimes we simply get distracted. But I think most of us uh, know deep down that when we've got a friend or someone in our growth group who, who's really struggling, then it is a wonderful thing. It's a privilege indeed to be able to, to pray for them. I suspect the most common thing that we pray for people in times of need are what you might call sort of prayers of release. They're the get me out of here kind of prayers. Uh, Lord, if they're ill, please heal them. Lord, if they're stressed at work, please help their line manager to act differently. Uh, Lord, if they're not getting any sleep, uh, help them to rest well. They're, they're prayers that are aimed at, uh, I suppose, changing the circumstances uh, that people are finding hard. And of course, there's absolutely nothing wrong with praying prayers like that. They are wonderful, wonderful prayers to pray. Um, Psalm 69, uh, Psalm of David begins, save me, O God, uh, for the waters have come up to my neck. You know, he feels like he's drowning and he's basically saying to the Lord, you know, get me out of here. I, I, I can't I can't keep going like this. I need you to come and rescue me. And so those prayers, I think, are often prayers that come very naturally to us. Uh, we see someone hurting. We want the pain to stop for them. It's a good and a compassionate response. And I guess that's why often in our small group time, there'll be quite a few prayers. You know, someone's ill, um, someone's got, got trouble at work, someone uh, is facing some kind of relational stress. Uh, and we do pray very naturally and very quickly uh, for the circumstances to change. Yeah. And I mean, we look at the scriptures, that kind of prayer for deliverance or relief or release is um, clearly one there. But there's so many other things that the scriptures show us um, what prayer can look like even in the midst of struggle and, and suffering, not just that God would take the particular problem away. One of the mind-blowing things, really, when we think about it, is in the perfect, wise, providential plans of God, 
even the roadblocks and the heartaches and the struggles are part of his plan. He, it's not simply that he's going to get us out of there, but even in there and through there, he can and will do good for us. Um, in, in a sense, you'd say God, God has got a purpose even for our struggles. Um, and, and knowing that and praying with the grain of that, um, that God is doing good and can do good even now, is a wonderful thing too and a, and a way in which the richness of our prayer life can grow. So what other kinds of prayers beyond the prayer for the immediate release, what other kinds of prayers might we be able to pray for one another? It's it, There's so much. I mean, prayer is so wonderfully wide uh, and our Heavenly Father loves to hear uh, so many different kinds of prayers. Uh, it's almost a limitless answer, but Let's see, we can uh, work our way through uh, a few kinds of prayers we can pray for people who are struggling. I think one that is particularly helpful is praying prayers of reliance, that the person that's having the hard time will trust God more and more uh, in their difficulties. Um, Psalm 62, our soul finds rest in God alone. Now, in, in the tough time, in the illness, in the unemployment, in the in the difficult relationships, help me to rely on you. Help me to know that I can trust you, Lord. Help my friend to know that you are who she needs most, who he needs most. Uh, and we can turn to you in dependence, knowing that uh, this will be a relationship deepening thing. But it's not just there, there's uh, prayers of resolve. You know, Lord, help me to keep going. You know, uh, help me to keep persevering despite the pressures. I want to be faithful. You know, I want my friends to be faithful. Don't let this be something that is a stumbling block for them. Help them to know your power uh, and your presence that will help them to take a step forward day by day. Uh, but then too, prayers of refining. You know, 1 Peter 1 reminds us that the tough times can be a bit like a refiner's fire. And refining fires are hot places, they're hard places, they're, they're uncomfortable places, but they're places that result in something far more beautiful than what was there at the start. And so whilst we don't want to be trite about suffering, we don't want to pretend that the suffering doesn't matter, we can say, but Lord, bring something good out of it. You know, make my friend more Christ-like, make my husband or my wife more like Jesus as a result of this tough time that they're going through. Lord, I'd like you to take it away, but if you choose not to, at least use it for your glory and their good. And Lord, you've promised to do that, so please keep that promise. There may, of course, be times where we want to pray prayers of repentance. I mean, we need to be careful what we ask people to repent of. We certainly don't ever want to ask people to repent of suffering you know that's we only repent of sin not not the hard stuff that's coming at us but sometimes in our um in our struggles we do um do things say things that are not honoring to god uh, and therefore we are in a situation where we need to come back to the lord and say sorry for the way that we have acted in the middle of our in our struggles but also there are other aspects as well. Prayers of replication, you know, for evangelistic opportunities in the middle of our tough times. You know, you look at the life of Paul, he's stuck there in prison, in chains, and he's writing this letter going, oh, the whole palace guard have heard about Jesus. Isn't this awesome? Mm. Now, we might not be able to muster quite that level of enthusiasm uh, for evangelism where we're, when we're right in the pit or when one of our friends is right in the pit. But it's no bad thing to be praying for evangelistic opportunities that come purely and simply because of the tough stuff we're going through. Because sometimes when we're going through really difficult times, we meet new people, new people who know nothing of Christ. 
sometimes when we're going through tough times, we have new ways of relating to people we already know because we can bond on a much deeper level because we now have a shared experience and that can be fertile ground for sharing testimony we don't want to do it in a manipulative way uh, but just using uh, those natural opportunities to point people to jesus can can be helpful in in helping people come to christ but maybe uh, lastly prayers of resurrection prayers that say thank you lord that it's not always going to be like this when we pray prayers like that, we remind ourselves and others that this temporary suffering is hard, but it is just that, temporary. There is going to be a moment when it ends. And actually putting that in our prayers, going, look, thank you, Lord. You know, you're good now. You're equipping us now. You're sustaining us now. And one day you are going to take this away. Thank you for that. You know, that can help give us a, a really helpful perspective on what can sometimes feel never-ending, but in reality, Jesus is going to bring to a close. Yes, I mean, wonderful. So just to recap there, we had release, uh, reliance, resolve, refining, repentance, a resurrection. Um, I don't know whether your mind just works alliteratively, Helen. <laughs> all, the, all the R's, maybe that will help us remember. But even there, there, there is just so many different angles or avenues um, for prayer in line with God's word. Of course, um, sometimes it's helpful to pray with a bit of God's word in front of us, pray through a psalm or pray through a little passage. We um, the, the prayers of the Apostle Paul in the New Testament, we see what he's praying for people and kind of take that language sometimes when we struggle to find our own words. Um, and it's it's such a um, simple but in, encouraging process you take psalm 121 i lift up my eyes to the mountains where does my help come from my help comes from the lord the maker of heaven and earth if i'm praying for a friend i can well praise him that he is their helper in the end if they're a christian um, but i can pray that he would make that clear to them would they know even in this moment that they lift up their eyes the one who made the heavens and the earth is for them and will help them he won't let their foot slip he will watch over them. He doesn't go to sleep. He doesn't fall asleep in your pain and your problems. And and again, through the psalmist, I have language to take back to the Lord and pray what God has said back to him. But drawing in my, my friend, my, my small group member, my family member into this dynamic. And sometimes the there's a there's a simplicity, but a, a real depth that comes to us when we pray God's words back to him. And that can be a real way as we, what, it may just be we're reading a bit of scripture for ourselves for our own devotions and we turn that to prayer and we, we we let god's word shape the way we pray for one another in a sense the the point isn't to have a particular formula or um thing it's just seeing how many different ways the lord gives us to encourage um us but also pray that that his people would keep going through these struggles Absolutely. And there are so many different places in scripture you can turn for that. Uh, one place that um, sometimes I find useful, I, I guess it's unsurprising that it's useful, is to go to Jesus's prayer, the Lord's prayer. You know, this is a, a kind of a pattern prayer, I suppose, where he is teaching his disciples how to pray. So I guess it shouldn't surprise us that it's really useful uh, for praying for uh, our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, as well as it being a, a personal prayer for ourselves. And you can just go through it clause by clause. Um, bringing, uh, allowing those different clauses to inspire different aspects of prayer for someone that you care about deeply. 
you know, our father in heaven, you know, be praying that they will know that God really is their heavenly father. He's not some kind of despot out to torture them. He's not some remote God who doesn't care about what they're going through, but he's a tender father providing and loving and nourishing and sustaining them day by day. You know, um, hallowed be your name. You know, he's also a holy God. He's not going to stand by and let injustice go on forever. You know, that there is action. There will be more action in the future. You know, your kingdom come, your will be done. It's, you know, praying that the person that's struggling will be trusting in God's sovereign plans. You know, there's nothing out of control in their life. It may be mysterious and it may be hard, but it's not random. And so that, that they will trust more and more in, in the God that is weaving together the different strands of life for his glory and, and, and his children's good is a wonderful prayer to pray. Uh, give us today our daily bread, you know, pray that they will be relying on God day by day and that they will know that God is going to provide for them, sustain for them uh, in the way that uh, he knows to be best. Uh, forgive us our sins as we forgive others. And you know, so often when we're suffering, we can let bitterness grow in our heart, can't we? And we can see that in, in the mirror. We can see that in our friends' lives as well. So praying that we'll be quick to forgive those who hurt us. Uh, no, I don't mean that in a, in a trite way. Forgiveness sometimes does take a, a long time. And, and certainly forgiveness doesn't mean pretending things don't matter. Sometimes there is a need to take action, but not letting that bitter root grow, not letting uh, the unforgiveness uh, drag everything uh, to a lower pit uh, than it already was. But then things like um, uh, leaders not in temptation oh, I cut my teeth in again lead us not into temptation you know that in the middle of our suffering in the middle of our friends suffering they will be wholehearted for Jesus uh, they won't want to wander off into sinful patterns in the middle of their suffering but this will be something that helps them in their holiness helps them in their growth pray that the devil wouldn't get a foothold but uh, kingdom work will be the priority every step of the way now it's not a rule we don't have to use the lord's prayer we don't have to use uh, david's psalms we don't even have to use categories beginning with r um i am slightly thesaurus obsessed i, I do apologize for that um but whatever works for us is as long as it's biblical as long as it's kind as long as it's relating to the lord and good for the people around us let's go for it because our heavenly father longs to hear those prayers he loves to hear those prayers i mean the bible says sometimes we don't get stuff because we haven't asked for it uh, and so it's really good to, to be asking and asking big prayers you know don't be embarrassed about even asking impossible prayers um but let's also be praying them uh, with humbleness because actually it's up to god how he answers those prayers and sometimes his plans are not about a quick healing sometimes his plans are not about a quick resolution of stress at work. Sometimes his plans are much more about molding our hearts to making us more like Jesus. And he knows that that greater purpose, better purpose, sometimes happens best when life is harder rather than easier. Yeah, I mean, what um, I find myself even just having this conversation encouraged to think there's so many things at the moment that we feel we can't do with one another, for one another. There's so many restrictions we might be conscious of. There's nothing stopping us from praying that this is and if if we really believe what we believe about God as the one who gives life to the dead and sight to the blind and, and, and renews all things for the good of his children in the end. I guess in a sense, it's always the case that the most powerful thing I can do is bring someone before the Lord in prayer. And I guess it's one of the encouraging things I can do is to let them know 
that I'm praying for them. And, and as a culture, wouldn't it be a great kindness of God, despite the many frustrations we feel at the moment and the many limitations we feel, if it drove us to be more earnest in praying for one another and celebrating what a great privilege that is. And to know as much as, you know, as much as we love doing lots of things we normally do, actually prayer is in many ways the chief expression of faith. This is what faith looks and sounds like when we bring our lives and our cares and our friends um, before the Lord. And in a sense, that's, that shows our hearts more than anything. And this would be a great time for us, maybe. Um, people often say we're, we're squeezed for time in lots of ways. We've got extra time in other ways because of no commute and things like that. But if one of the things we thought, Lord, can you help me grow in this way? That would just be a great blessing that spills far beyond this year or the next couple of years. I hope just thinking about all the ways in which God's word shows us God's goodness and his power at work in different ways and for different um, avenues for his children's good might encourage us. Um, and of course, as a, if we're in small groups, it's kind of one of the things we're hoping will rub off on one another, that our group will become more and more a place of prayer. I was reading um, a book about church life recently and somebody encouraging if you want to get to know a community or a church community, try and get yourself to the prayer meeting and try and get yourself praying with others because in that place you'll see what people's heart, what's on their hearts, what do they care about, what are they longing for the Lord to do, what, what is God like for them and to them. And I guess that's the same whether that's just in a smaller friendship or in a, you know, this this is a, an opportunity for us to grow. And so I, I very much hope as as you've tuned in and heard the different ways in which God's word helps and encourages us, this might be a little um, spur for us to grow in praying for one another. And who knows all the different things God might have in store to do us good through this season, um, as he's promised in his word. Helen, would you be happy to pray for us and kind of round this episode up together as we close out? Sure. Let's pray together. Father God, you are such uh, a generous God, and it is such a privilege to be able to come to you in prayer. Lord, it was hard won by Jesus' work on the cross that we can have this intimate relationship with you. And so we do pray that as a church, you'll help all of us to be more and more excited about making the most of that privilege and running to you, the one who loves us best, uh, with all of our own concerns and with our concerns that we have for our friends and family. Father, help us to remember that you are the one with the power to change all things. You are the one with the power to change us to be more like Jesus. And so help us to pray to you with absolute confidence, big prayers, uh, exciting prayers, asking for a whole new uh, way of being in the future. But Lord, help us to, uh, to be humble to your answers, knowing that your purposes and plans uh, far outstrip anything that we could imagine for ourselves. But Lord, more than anything, help us to be people who bring our friends to you because we know that you are who they need most. And we pray, Lord, that in the middle of their struggles, in the middle of our struggles right now, that you will be changing all of us to be more like Jesus, more dependent on you, more confident in you, more reliant on you, more willing to share words of hope about you, quicker to come back to you in repentance, quicker to sing your praises, quicker to hope in what you have promised in the future. Father, build our prayer life, we pray. Encourage us and help us to spur one another on in the days and weeks ahead. Amen. Amen.